Hey y'all, it's Jen, your host of the Success Beyond the Lens podcast and CEO of Success Beyond the Lens, a business management and marketing company for photographers. On this podcast, I'm going to be giving you the actual tips and advice I use every day to run my clients' businesses. I'm also going to be interviewing some awesome professional photographers, marketing experts, Facebook ad gurus, and so many more to ensure you are running a well-rounded business. So grab your coffee or your wine or maybe a glass of water and let's dive in. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining for another episode of the Success Beyond the Lens podcast. I'm Jen, your host, and today we are going to be chatting about boundaries. Now, I know I've mentioned boundaries here and there in a couple of episodes, but today I am dedicating an entire episode to talk about how to set your boundaries, how to stick to the boundaries, and why they're going to be so important for the success of your business. So first of all, let's chat about what boundaries are. So these are going to be anything that helps you maintain the integrity of your business. So this is going to be the hours of operations, when and how you can be contacted, when and how you work, the types of services you offer, what those services entail, all of those aspects of your business that make up the important parts of your business that also protect you as a business owner. And I'm not talking about protection as much as legally as I am about you, your mental and emotional well-being. That is what I'm talking about when I'm talking about protection, because that is the key to having a successful business. If you are constantly feeling frazzled and haywired and you know, like a chicken with your head cut off, then you're not going to be able to bring the best of the best of yourself to your clients. And that's really what's going to have your clients have a fantastic experience with your brand and your business. The first thing that we're going to talk about is how or what boundaries we're going to set up and how you can map out your boundaries before you put them into place. So you can figure out what boundaries are are most important to you, what are completely non-negotiables, what are maybe have a little gray area, and then we can start implementing them. So the first thing I want you to do is think about the boundaries that are the absolute non-negotiable. These are black and white boundaries that are the most important to you that you want to stick to no matter what. Now, this may be your hours of of operations. This may be where you do sessions at, you know, those types of things that are very, very important. Now, hours of operation may not seem like such a big deal, right? You know, if you answer an email at 10 p.m. versus 8 a.m., what's the problem, right? When you step outside of your boundaries. So for example, I work and I am available to my clients from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. When I regularly answer communication, whether it's email or Voxer, outside of those hours, that's going to be an expectation that I then set for my clients. It's the same thing for you. If you set the expectation that you're going to answer emails at 10 p.m. or 
you know, whatever time, then they're going to send you emails and expect a response at that time. And I don't know about you, but after about 6, 7 p.m., I'm done with my business. I don't want to worry about answering Voxers or emails or anything like that. I want to be able to focus on bedtime and bath time for my son and making dinner and getting the dogs fed and feeding the horses and all of the little things that I need to get done in the evenings that don't need to be interrupted by uh, work issues or uh, communications. So that's the first thing that I always, always, always recommend my clients setting up. What hours do you want to work and what hours or what tasks are going to be done within those hours? So for photographers, you may set different hours based on days. So for one of our clients, we ended up setting up Mondays as an admin day. Mondays were the day that she was in the office. She was answering emails. We were scheduling her consultation calls you know, that kind of thing. That, that was her day to get things done for the business that wasn't her actual shooting. We made sure to not schedule any shoots on Mondays ever. And that was a hard and fast rule. Like it did not, if we had to schedule someone out two months later because, you know, Mondays were quote unquote their only available day, the client had to make the decision, okay, I have to either make a different day work or go with a different photographer. Like that is a hard and fast rule. These hard and fast rules need to be put in place for your business because the moment you bend the rules for one person, you run the risk of bending the rules for the next person and the next person or that person tells someone and they're like, oh no, she totally shoots on Mondays. It's fine. And then you just come into the slippery slope of your boundaries getting run over. So set your days, Monday's admin days, and then your hours on those days are important too. You don't want to just make Monday's admin days and then not worry about the hours that you're going to be working. So you can do 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., which is really popular admin hours. Or if you want to make it a wide 8 to 4 It's totally, totally up to you what you're comfortable with and what you have time for, especially right now when you may have less childcare, no childcare, you know, that kind of thing. I know, I know how important and also difficult that time can be. And then from there, set what days you want to shoot. If you are going to do weekdays, okay, when are you going to shoot? Are you going to shoot? Like for this particular client, she's in a studio. So we do all of her sessions between 10 and 2. If you don't have a studio and you're relying on natural light and you're outside, then your session times may need to be between sunset and 9 a.m. And then again, at probably right now with daylight savings time, probably 6 p.m. at the earliest until sunset. I think I said sunset already. So it'd be sunrise and then 9 a.m. and then 6 p.m. to sunset. So those are going to be your boundaries for your sessions on the day that you're shooting. So if someone wants a noon session, then that needs to be a hard and fast no. You know why. You know the the sun is going, going to be too harsh to get the best images. 
And they're going to have to make the decision on either finding a photographer that will shoot at that time or creating a flexible schedule enough where they'll shoot during during your times. So for example, I reached out to a photographer here in Kentucky and I knew that I wanted to do a session uh, for sunrise or sunset on a Saturday. That was what I needed for a session. Her boundaries didn't allow us to schedule a session until two months later. I had to be okay with that or find a different photographer. She's the photographer I wanted, so I'm holding, going to wait until sometime in July to have my session then. Her boundaries were just as important as my boundaries. So we became, I became flexible to meet what her availability matched what I needed. It's going to be the same thing. You are going to want your business to run based on your boundaries, not based on what your clients want all of the time. And that's a slippery slope that photographers often find themselves in. The boundaries that you're going to want to set are hours of operation, possibly themed days. So Mondays, admin days, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays are your session days. Wednesdays may be marketing, Fridays may be editing, and then Sundays are your, you know, you, you just get your day off. If you're not able to make those boundaries because you have to fit 15 sessions in a week, then you need to raise your prices. That is a conversation I have, I've had with other clients where they were a, what's considered a volume photographer. She was getting burned out. When you're a volume photographer, that can become an issue, a difficulty in your business. So you need to price yourself where you're not having to do 10 or 15 sessions a week. Get those boundaries in place. The sooner you do it, the sooner you you enforce it, the better your mental and emotional health is going to be. And then eventually your business is going to benefit from that. You may see some pushback from it initially, But the clients that have been around with you for, you know, a year, two years, three years, they're going to want to stick with you. They will begin to respect those boundaries. You have to be the one to enforce them from the get-go. Okay, so then other boundaries, of course, are going to be your contract. So that's going to be when you deliver images. That's going to be how quickly you you deliver images. So if you have a two-week turnaround time or a three-week turnaround time and someone's coming to you 48 hours after their session, then you are going to be able to say, hey, you signed this contract. You'll have your images within 14 business days or whatever your, your contract states. If your contract does not state what your turnaround time is, stop this episode and go update your contract. And if you don't have a contract, stop this episode and go set up a contract and have every single person sign that contract. That is the legal binding, boundary protecting document for you. And there are certainly aspects of the document that are protecting your client as well, but you really want to make sure that your boundaries are clearly outlined in that agreement, in that contract. It's how many images you're delivering, when they can expect those images, where you're 
your session's going to be held, all of those important details need to be in that contract. It's just an extension of your boundaries. So get everything in your contract, have them sign it. The other thing that you're going to want to consider when you're talking about boundaries is what your services entail. For example, if you're a boudoir photographer and your services include hair and makeup, then you know who your hair and makeup is going to be and whose makeup captures best, what type of makeup they do. Uh, You know the hair is going to withstand the session, all of those things. If you have someone coming to you and being like, no, I have, you know, I can do my own hair and makeup. Well, you need to decide if that's going to be a hard and fast boundary for you. Because at that point, you are going to risk not having the quality of images that you want your client to have if they're wanting to save money by doing their own hair and makeup. And they're wanting you to dock the pricing if it's included in your package. I've seen this a lot where someone will nitpick the offers within the service just to see if they can save a few bucks here and there. You have to decide how you're going to maintain those boundaries. If professional hair and makeup is something that makes your session special and exceptional, and then also it helps make your images exceptional, then you need to go into it saying, I require my clients to use our hair and makeup artist. Your client has the option to walk away. And I know that sounds scary. And I know I've said this a couple of times. And I know that leaving money on the table, so to speak, seems to be counterproductive. However, when you're creating a brand, when you're creating an experience for someone to come to you and produce these images, you want them to have the best product that you possibly can. So it's going to be sticking with all of your boundaries. It's going to be you're taking care of yourself because you're not working at 10 p.m. at night. It's going to be using your makeup at your hair and makeup artist because you know the type of quality you're going to get and you're going to be able to capture on camera. Explaining that to them from the onset is going to be important. And I'm going to explain how you're going to do that here in just a second. And in conclusion, on one, on what boundaries you're going to want to include and think about and brainstorm are your hours and days of operations and possibly the types of tasks you're going to be doing on certain days, the services you offer, and then what those services entail, and then how your clients can get in touch with you. So I, I, I'm going to back up here just a second. One of the boundaries that you're going to put on your business is how clients are going to contact you. I don't know about you, but someone who calls and texts and that type of thing without an appointment really messes with my day. So I do not give my cell phone number out to my clients. They can access me through Voxer. It is a walkie-talkie app. It is easy to use. It's free. So that is how my clients get in touch with me. That may not work for you as a photographer. However, I highly recommend it being through email. That is how they get in touch with you. The 
only accepted is they can have your cell phone number on the day of their session. So it may go out as an automatic email the night before or the morning of, whatever your case your case may be. Or you don't want to give access to your cell phone to someone from the get-go. You know, I highly recommend it not being on your website or on your email signature. People are very used to being able to email, contact someone, and then get a phone call set up, and that being the earliest. If you do set up consultation calls, Google Voice is relatively inexpensive and easy to use, and then they don't have access to you 24-7. I have seen that backfire so, so, so many times. Just a side note on that is if you have your all of your communication through email, it's going to be much easier for a virtual assistant to come into your business and help you with those things and get those questions answered while you're doing sessions or focusing on other aspects of the business. And they're not having to communicate with you more often because you're having separate conversations that you're having to relay to your assistant. I'll be getting to that here in an episode in the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned for that. Okay, so we've got all of all of our boundaries written down, hours and days of operation, what services you offer, what those services entail, and how your clients are going to get in touch with you. And of course, everything else covered in your contract as far as delivery turnaround, how many images, where their where their sessions at, when and what time, and all of that fun stuff. We have brainstormed your boundaries. The next step is to put it in a place where your clients are going to see it. So there are a few places that I recommend my clients to display their boundaries. One is on their website. It's very easy to set up an FAQ page and do, you know, what are your hours of operation? What days are your session? What times do you recommend for sessions? What's your turnaround time? Where do you hold your sessions? All of that information can be put on your website. The next place is, of course, some of that information being put on the automatic email. The biggest thing on your automatic email needs to be your hours of operation. When can they expect to receive an email back from you and at what time? So if your admin hours or your VA's admin hours is 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Thursday, then that needs to go out on your on your automatic email. The next place is, of course, your contract. However, what happens with contracts is someone skims through it, doesn't read it, signs it, and moves on. So it's very easy to miss or ignore your boundaries. So an easy way to around this and something that works a little better to drive your boundaries home is a welcome packet. I have talked about welcome welcome packets before um, on my blog, before the podcast, and, um, and it's definitely something that I think is super important for every single business owner to have. I think I talked about this briefly in a previous episode. So welcome packets are going to cover your boundaries in a way that makes it fun for the client to read because you're going to sprinkle in your boundaries while also giving them more information on how they're going to work with you. Bring your brainstorming with you. And I'm going to be giving you guys a freebie on a, I'm going to be giving you two. So I'll have the setting your boundaries worksheet where I can walk you through setting your boundaries, what your boundaries are going to be, all of that fun stuff. 
And then you will have access to a template that I have created for you for a welcome packet and how um, you're going to be able to create it for your own business, put in your own information and tailor it to you. A welcome packet is going to give them more information on working with you. So you're super excited. You can't wait to meet them in person. You know, your experience is special because you have cookies at your in-person sales meeting or just little things that you do that are unique to your business you want us to talk about in the in the welcome packet. And then you're going to be like, okay, so these are the sessions that I normally shoot at. If we haven't decided yet, here's a list of locations that, that you can choose from. And then in the next section, it, it talks about, you know, possibly what you recommend them wearing. So you want them to wear neutrals and comfortable shoes because we're going to be, we're going to be shooting outside in a meadow or at a park. So make sure that it's shoes that you can walk in or bring shoes to walk in and then change into heels or wedges or whatever you may be wearing for your session. So different information like that is on this welcome packet. So the client actually reads it and takes in the information. And then at the end, you say something along the lines of, I'm really excited for our session. Just so you know, my hours of operation are Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 2 you can email me at any time at hello at successbeyondthelens.com and I'll get back to you within 24 hours. You know, just reiterating those boundaries in a way that doesn't seem like you're slamming the door in their face. So a welcome packet allows you to deliver your boundaries with a pretty package and a bow on top and allows everyone to keep moving forward without feeling like your boundaries are going to get stomped all over because now they've had the opportunity to read them or view them four times. It's really going to be something that at this point is ingrained throughout your process. It's on your FAQ page. It's in your automatic email. It's on your contract. It's on the welcome packet so that you can come back and they say, hey, it's been 10 days since our session where my images, you can you can say, according to my agreement or your welcome packet, you know, my turnaround time is 14 business days. You should have your images no later than June 30th by the end of the day. It becomes so much easier to protect yourself when you have these boundaries in place. And you have them in place from day one. One of the things that I see that can cause hiccups in a client and photographer relationship is if you have a conversation, it's been casual, or maybe it's a friend, and then you send the contract, and they might sign it, and then it's done. And there there was no discussion about boundaries until you sent the contract, and then you figure, well, they signed it, so I'm kind of covered. And you are in some cases, but it can kind of become an icky feeling later on down the road for you and or your client if something's gone awry and they're like, well, I don't remember that. And you say, well, it was on the contract. And it protects you, yes, and it is a fantastic thing to have in place. But 
if you presented it from the moment you guys had a conversation, then it's going to set the precedent from the first conversation. So if they're getting that automatic email or if it's on your website or it's something that you talked about freely in the consultation call or throughout the email, then it's something that is the standard from the get-go rather than an afterthought once they've signed and paid. So I hope that makes sense and you can understand the difference between the boundaries being woven through your website and your brand and your contact information and then their welcome packet versus just having it in your contract. I think it helps clients understand that you're very serious about your boundaries. They've gone through this process. You've repeated it. And it's never felt like it's been in their face. But you also, like, they're like, dang, like, she's serious. She is, you know, she's not going to be answering me at 10 o'clock at night. So that's just an easy way to reinforce your boundaries without it coming across like, you know, you're slamming the door in your face or their face. Okay, so we're going to wrap up here. I'm going to have those freebies for you in the podcast notes. You can grab them over at successbeyondthelens.com. You'll be able to brainstorm your boundaries, what they're going to be, how you're going to implement them. And then you're also going to be able to access the templated welcome packet to brand it to your business. Um, it is in canva.com. So if you, you will need a Canva account in order to create it. So your first step is to brainstorm. What are your boundaries going to be? The second is you're going to create a welcome packet so that you can present your boundaries in a way that doesn't feel like the door is being slammed in their face. And then the third is, of course, implementing it. You're going to add the welcome packet to your workflow. You're going to send it when someone signs your contract, whatever the case may be, depending on how your business is set up. That is going to be the seal on your boundaries and how they're going to work and how you're going to stick with them. Now, as far as ensuring you stick with your boundaries, if you don't have a virtual assistant to help you maintain those boundaries, then it's really just going to come down to you sticking to your guns. This should be easier now that you have the paperwork, the documentation, the communication that these are your boundaries. It should be easier for you to stick with them because there's no gray area at this point. You should not feel guilty if you receive an email at 6 p.m. and you don't respond to it until 10 a.m. They will likely have sent that email at 6 p.m. because it's convenient for them. They're not necessarily expecting a reply. And that's something that we have to learn as business owners is especially if we have reiterated our boundaries again and again, if someone sends something at a time that's convenient for them, they're not necessarily expecting a response. Now, if it's easier for you, if you're editing, you see it come in, which you shouldn't because you should have that stuff off, but we'll get to that. If you happen to see the email come in and you want to respond and it's easier to respond then than it is later, don't have to wait. A way around that while still sticking to your boundaries and the client's eye, at least, 
is to schedule the email to go out at a later time. You can schedule it to go out the next day at 10 a.m. That is a very easy kind of loophole way to stay within your boundaries, um, at least client facing. You know, like I said, if it's more convenient for you, then, then that works. You can do that in Gmail and in Dubsado. That is all I have on boundaries today. I hope that was super helpful. I hope you're able to go over to the website and grab your freebies uh, with the workbook template and the boundaries worksheet. And if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out and I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode on the Success Beyond the Lens podcast. If you love what you heard today, could you do me a favor? Could you grab a screenshot of the episode and then send it over to your Instagram stories and tag me at Success Beyond the Lens podcast. I love hearing from our audience to see what you guys are loving. And if you really love me, if you could go over to iTunes and subscribe and leave us a review, I would appreciate it so much. Can't wait to talk to you guys next week.